Hello, and welcome to episode 36 of the Checkpoint Done podcast. It's the 20th of February, 2017, and I'm Terry, and joining me in the hallways is Darren. Good evening. Sick again, are we? Not quite, but the <laughs> tsunami of a cold is working its way through the office, and I've got a couple of colleagues that have just recently been off. And uh, as of this morning, I've had, uh, <laughs> I got in, the colleague sat next to me, I'm like, is that Lemsip? She's like, y- yeah. I'm like, shit. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think you're gonna have to like change jobs or just like work from home, just like all the time or something. So last on the last cold, I actually googled you can buy a, a reasonable hazmat suit for under fifty quid. <laughs> and I shit you not, I'm gonna turn up in one of those if I come down with a full cold. I'm just gonna sit there and say, listen, you're all fucking diseased. <laughs> <laughs> I did see something the other day. What was it? Weird. Um... Uh, someone, it was like one of these like makeshift, like, this is what you can do with this. Someone made a legit gas mask out of like a big plastic bottle and like showed you how to do it. I'm like, is this what the end times are like? Is this what we're going to have to do now? <laughs> it's What the fuck is going on? It's weird. Yeah. Bizarre. Anyway, this is episode 36. It is. Darren. Yeah. How have you been doing, sir? You all right? Yeah, not so bad. Um, been busy, very busy with real life stuff. Um, real life. I think I mentioned last time we were on um, six month release cycle of software, which mm. means I've been very busy doing that. So some very long days, and I think that's probably where the cold is starting to come from because obviously everybody else is doing very long days and everybody's just kind of worn out. Yeah. So. That's so yeah, gonna be, be the worst thing in it. Yeah. So as well as doing that, I've kind of stepped up the trend as well because hey. Time's flying bloody quick. I mean, it's only, what, three months now to the Tough Mudder? Oh, yeah. yeah. So I've been stepping that up, so that's, that's been all good. So that's been taking even more of my time. Uh, but yeah, apart from that, not too bad. I got to experience private healthcare. Hmm. Now, this is something I've been paying through, uh, through work, through tax, however the magic way of paying for it they do. Long story short, I've got this uh, small lymphoma on my back, which is a bit a bit of gristle, should we say? Mm. And okay. it's uh, because I've been working out and stuff. It's my back is as as slimmed, should we say? So it means this, right. this thing is rubbing on my ribs, and it's really Ouch. aggravating me. Yeah. So way before Christmas, I uh, I went to the local GP and went, "Listen, I've got this. I know you do like a local surgery here. You know, just like a minor surgery. Can you mm. whip it out?" Ha! No! <laughs> <laughs> um, Don't be stupid. Yeah. And uh, and they were like, okay, yeah, so we'll do that. Uh, but, but first of all, no, we, ooh, we've got to give you a blood test and uh, come back in two weeks for a blood test. Right, okay, I'll do that. And then about two weeks after that, it was just like, oh, can, can you make another appointment with a doctor? Because she needs to speak to you about the thingy. I'm like, yeah, okay, when can I do that? Oh, that'll be another two weeks. I'm just like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I went back and she's like, well, I can do it for you. I'm um, like, right, okay, so let's let's do that. Shrimp. But I just don't says, want to. <laughs> we're we're about ten miles away from a hospital, just in case anything goes wrong. I'm like, Sorry, what? what? Yeah, exactly. I was like, uh, uh, what? <laughs> so she's like, well, so I suggest that uh, you 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 book an appointment at the hospital and have it done. I'll give you a referral letter. At this point, I thought, hang on, I've been paying for this this year private healthcare for a while. So let, let's let's kick that into action, and I shit you not. So it's been like a month, two months timescale for the the NHS mm. private healthcare. I rung up Friday. I had an appointment last night. 
like 20 Jeez. past seven last night. Uh, the guy went, right, yep, 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 we can take that out. Um, he says, I just, we just need to do uh, an ultrasound scan just to see how deep it is, that kind of stuff. Mm. says, uh, Wednesday morning, is that okay? I'm like, y- yes. What? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this Wednesday, right? Not like, yeah, like six tomorrow. Wednesdays from now. No, no, like like tomorrow. So I'm going for a, a um, an ultrasound scan, just see how deep it is. He says, right, Jeez. then come back and see me on Monday. We'll discuss what we need to do. He says, and then it should be out the week after. Friggin' hell. I'm like, Jesus. You know, you, you, know, you put bloody money into bloody NHS. And uh, give I tell you me, shit. I tell <laughs> you pay bloody private and they give you best bloody service. How dare they? It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> fucking what? Yeah, so. You all pay for friggin' NHS and take fucking piss. Yeah, I know. But... That's one of them, innit? Yeah, but no, so, so very impressive, huh? Um, yeah, cool. Uh, I mean, granted, I've been pinned into it for years, and this is the first time I've claimed. So, yeah. I mean, you know, you can allow yourself something if it's if it's a bit of gristle in your yeah, a bit of luxury, have brain. a bit of gristle yeah. removed. Yeah, I'm guessing it's going to be a little bit of keyhole surgery or something like that. Yeah, apparently they just make up a small slit and just pop it out. Cool. Mm. Sounds horrendous. Quite unpleasant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quite yeah. unpleasant. Downside is that it does mean that I I can't train for about two weeks after it's been done, so I don't pop the stitches. Right. So that's going to be interesting. So, I mean, at least they're telling you up front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so. Yeah. What else? What else? Uh, oh, we yesterday got a new motor. A new shiny car. You've... <sighs> Darren, what are you doing? Well, I think I mentioned it a while back that we were getting a new car. Um, it was about four or five months ago. It's been mm. in the making. Because, uh, yeah, I think I mentioned it that mom went down the list and just ticked every box tickable. Uh, yes, I do remember you telling me about that, yeah. Yeah, so it, it finally turned up yesterday. Yeah, so a nice uh, nice brand new Focus ST. Nice. With heated... Re- <laughs> She's like, oh, it's really nice. You get in it in the morning, you can have heated rear seat. Uh, you can have the heated seats on and the heated steering wheel. And uh, I'm like, what? <laughs> so yeah, it gets a little bit warm. And <laughs> she's like, But wow. now I want one. <laughs> yeah. Just on the... I mean, she was just told me this evening. She was like, "Oh yeah, it's it's got." He says you go around corners and and the lights turn for you because it's got the adaptive front lighting, um, really, and all that kind of stuff. And the lights automatically turn on. And there's little blinking indicators that do this, that, and the other, and rear reversing camera, and just basically everything you can possibly have on a car. She's got. Friggin' hell! I know. So so currently we have four cars. Yeah. One of them is kind of tucked away, never to be mentioned. But, oh, no, yeah. no, no, it'll be, it'll be coming out in the next month or so, because it, <gasps> it's going for its MOT. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. yeah. What it, a waste. It, it's not been out of the carriage since the last <laughs> MOT. <laughs> Which I think was mentioned on the podcast yeah, yeah, last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I shit you not. So it'll go back into the garage in, I don't know, two, three weeks' time with an additional 20 miles on the clock. <laughs> that poor car. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um we we did something. Uh we We did a thing. We guessed on a podcast. We did indeed. Yeah, that was quite interesting. Uh how did that feel for you not having to do the editing? <sighs> can can you hear the relief in the <sighs> It was good. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't mind doing the editing of, of, of this fine podcast. Uh but it, it's very bizarre uh to record something and then think Oh, I don't have a time frame to push this out. I just, yeah. <laughs> I just record it and get on with my life. Yeah, that's me. That's me. Uh, that was weird. 
because uh, I've not done that since, uh, like, you know, the the console ninjas and the Yoroshim shame stuff. Yeah, it, so it's been weird. But yeah, it was good. It was fun. It was there was things, questions asked, and answers somewhat answered. Yeah, yeah, and stuff. Um, uh, but yeah, it was good. Yeah, I, I guess. It. I guess if timing's correct, said podcast should be out on Monday. If this airs on Friday, maybe. Yeah, so that'd be cool. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, Digital Diaries. Go listen to that, and then you can hear our lovely voices in your ear. Yeah, for me a second in, time. Me asking a very random question, which nobody can answer. There'll be a lot of silences and a lot of um. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> so that was a question. Um, it'll be a full hour of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To be fair, it was a very difficult question, but obviously you'll have to go listen to Digital Diaries to figure out what we're talking about. Indeed. Anything else, Darren? Have you been to anything that else? is it for me. Yeah, well, myself, I've not really been doing much. I've been doing a little bit more socializing uh, than normal because you know me, I'm not a social butterfly. At all. I, I, at all, at all. That's that. I don't think that's a secret to anyone. Is I, you're I don't not social or a butterfly. <laughs> I'm not a social or a butterfly. More of a slug. Yep. <sighs> yeah, I'm, I'm not the. I'm not the one. I'm not. You know, I'm thirty. You know, I'm past all that clubbing lark. You know what I mean? Well, I, thing is, I don't actually ever <laughs> see you being in the clubbing lark ever. I I, I did when I first turned eighteen. I, I'm not like talking about like raving hardcore, like fucking going out clubbing sort of thing. But yeah, it's just not me. I just like f- like freeze up in a corner and just kind of like stay there and get scared for my life. Nice. Although I do remember one time going to the Camel Club and then a drunk guy kept on stroking my beard, and then walked off, and then I had a girl come up to me saying, "Oh, you're cute. Are you a cheater?" And it's like, "No, what the fuck's going on?" And then I promptly left. Ah, uh, the so it just made club. me feel. It just made me feel very uncomfortable because it's you know, it's just weird. It's just weird. Yeah, Camel Club was always a very interesting place. Uh, I mean, nobody else that's listened to this will know what we're talking about. But there's there's a little um, let's let's say an after hours club where it's quite small, quite secluded, mm. and it's in Huddersfield. Interesting little place. I, I used to know the owner. Mm. So we used to get like the VIP treatment when we went there, but yeah, um, very interesting little place. Interesting is a word. <laughs> interesting is definitely a word you could use. Uh, but yeah, it was it was one of those. But yeah, I didn't do I didn't do too much clubbing after that. But uh, no, so I've been out a couple of times, done stuff, met people, done things. Uh, I've been to the cinema a couple of times, which we'll speak, you know, obviously in the next section. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, other than that, that's about it. But I say that's about it. But I've actually done stuff, which is weird for me because I don't normally do stuff. Picture it didn't happen. That's the rule. Anyway, you've I just changed the subject slightly. You've got a driving test on the day this airs, I believe. I do. Mm. Yes. Uh, fast times a charm, so the saying goes. It doesn't go that way at all. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, let's see if I can fuck this one up somehow. Yeah, fingers crossed. I mean, let, let's see. There's a little bit of rain, a little bit of wind. Uh, it's probably going to get cancelled. Oh, did have uh, a colleague of mine say, "Oh, over hills, it were it was snow. You could see snow, and it's like, oh, for fuck's sake, not again! <laughs> Come on!" 
Uh, and I think I saw on the weather, was it last night? They were saying that about Thursday, snow's going to be moving in. I'm thinking, you're fucking kidding me. Nice. Again? Um, uh, hopefully, it should be all right. It's put, I think it's supposed to be raining that day, but it should be good. Cool. But we'll see. But yeah, so that's the thing that's coming up. So um, yeah, obviously, I will update on the next episode. Or if I do pass, uh, people that follow me on the social medias will probably, you know, see that I've celebrated in a way nice. by screaming, hey, oh shit, I've passed. So Yeah, yeah. how so, much for insurance? <laughs> yeah, and then wasn't that, wasn't that a thing on the news? Like yesterday, like something was going up, like ridiculous amounts and people were getting pissed off. Yeah, everybody's always pissed off about everything. I can't remember if it was like tax or insurance or something like that making the news and it's like, oh, it's outrageous. Stuff. No, I've got to pay more bloody money. And that was a thing. Mm. But yeah, I don't watch the news purely for that. Anyway, I think we've twittered on about stuff we've done. Let's talk about the video games that we've been playing. Let's. Checkpoint. Mr. Darren. Yes. You've been playing some video games, I see. I have. So I persevered with Lego Batman 3. Persevered 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 (laughs) so much that the last three levels i played while watching tv and the sound down on the xbox i i think i have now officially done with lego games you've burnt out a little bit there yeah so don't get me wrong i i enjoy once i'd got back into the routine of okay there's a silver thing there i know what gets rid of that there's a there's a there's a gold thing there i know what gets rid of that and which character mm-hmm. um but i don't know i was just playing it and it's you know you know how they have the, like the mobs that just spawn out of nowhere and just come and keep punching you and the your your team your non-player characters are just absolutely useless yeah, pretty much. They just stand there and get punched, 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 dead. Punch, punch, and then you punch. accidentally switch to someone else, and then it's like, oh shit, you've got one heart left, and then you die, and then you yeah. lose all your... Yeah. Yeah, so it was that over and over again. The puzzles weren't very puzzly. The story was very forgettable. Mm. Did it have Batman in it, or is it all, like, fake? Um, all, to be honest, truths? I think... I. Th- don't quote me on this, but I think only about half the levels you actually control Batman. Seriously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All the rest of it's just like, here's more people from the DC universe. Right now, he's a person you've probably never seen before, but we're going to use them because we've got the rights. Do you like playing as that Superman? Not really. Not when I come to a Lego Batman game. What are you doing? Yeah, and one of the things that kind of annoyed me was, um, so you had Wonder Woman in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, with uh, like in the other ones, so you had Martian Manhunt, things like that, and Superman. So every time you uh, double tap the jump button, you flew. Right. Okay. Every time you used Wonder Woman, you double tapped it, and you got the Wonder Woman theme. And it's just like, oh, for fuck's sake! Was it at least the proper Wonder Woman theme, and not some like no, no. fake ass like He Man like? <laughs> no, no, no. They, they were fully using their license. So. Oh, that's all right then. But the thing is, it, it first time you did it, it was like, oh, cool, that's a Wonder Woman theme. But when it's like, all right, you need to use Wonder Woman to get up there, or you accidentally press the jump button, it was like, oh, fuck. Wonder need... Woman, okay, just fucking get on with yeah, it. Just get up there and do that thing. At least it wasn't the one from Batman versus Superman. The horrible 
guitar. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, that theme hurt me in a way. It just felt so unnatural, but yeah. Yeah, so um, so yeah, I've I've completed Lego Batman 3 and I've deleted the others off my pile. So I'm, I'm actually now down to 21 games. Cool. And that's with adding two. So um, let's see, I'm halfway through Unity, so I'm halfway through sequence 7. Okay, how's that treating you? Um, same as before. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not mind blowing. It's um, it's very much by the numbers. So it's just like, um, for each sequence, the first mission is a do a walk around, follow, stay within earshot, or or something something. And part yeah. two is always a right. There is a guy in a building. Go and attack it how you like. Right. Okay. Um, which is pretty cool because you kind of learn the system. It's just like right. Okay, I can see there are people there. If I take out that garden, do t- mm. some like proper strategery. 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 Strategery in the sneakeries. Yep. Um. So yeah, that was kind of <laughs> cool. Going through doing stuff. Um. So it's more of the Assassin's Creeds. Yeah. So yeah, I'm enjoying it, but I am powering through this one, and I am gonna soak myself into Syndicate. Because that will be the last one on the list. And once I've done that, I will have done all the, should we say the main Assassin's Creed games? Yeah, sure. Because I know there's Rogue and there's a few around the edges, but no, I'll be happy that I've got through them. Do you feel kind of a sense of going to these side ones? Or do you feel like once you've done Syndicate, you've kind of washed your hands up until the next one? Um, I'll probably go and do Rogue, because I think mm. Rogue was in the same timeline as... Maybe Black Flag or the one before it. Sure, okay. Because uh, there was that, and was it Revelations as well? No, Revelations. I've done that. That's the main one, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah. Um. So I'll enjoy getting through it then, mm. until there is a date announced for the next Assassin's Creed. I, I don't think I'll touch Unity. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna spoil it for you. It's probably gonna be November. I'll, I'll have it done by then. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I have played some Halo Wars 2. Holy shit, Darren, tell me about Halo Wars 2. It's like Halo Wars 1. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> okay. In fact, if, if you liked Halo Wars 1, you're going to like this. It's very similar mechanics. Mm. Um, similar gameplay, similar everything. A good solid game. I'm, what, about six, seven missions into it. Okay. Uh, the story's unfolding. Things are good. It plays really well. And yeah, it's just genuinely a good RTS. I like it. Good story? Yeah. So, again... Without spoiling? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to spoil it. It's... um. You you see this in, like, the intro to the to the game, but okay. pretty much you've got, you've got a ship which went into stasis 28 years ago and mm-hmm. has popped out just after the events of Halo 5. Convenient. Yeah, so stuff has gone on. They don't know what's going on, and... They are fighting bad people, and they have no idea who bad people are. Yeah. So stories unfolding, things are happening, people are shooting people and doing stuff. Yeah, gameplay is solid. Cool, Um, which uh, is the main thing. Yeah, and really enjoyed it. Cool. We we played some some games together in that co-op mode. We did that co-op-y, like, play-together thing. Yeah, so I, I was doing a little bit of Googling, and I don't know why... But I was looking at Borderlands, and then I was looking at Borderlands 2. And then I was like, oh man, it's been a while since I've been playing Borderlands. Mm. And then I started seeing on forums, it's like, oh yeah, da, 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 when you get to OP8. And I'm like, what the hell's OP8? 
And then I started looking through it. And apparently, even though you can get to level 72, you can actually overpower another eight levels, hence OP8. And all the world and all the enemies and all the weapons all level up with you. Mm-hmm. So we set about see if we could get to OP8. Yeah, we did. And we had we did some things. We did some yeah. We had fun. We shot we lots shot of some things. Stuff yeah. Dead. <laughs> it was good. It, it was a, a nice. We we've talked about Borderlands two quite a lot on this podcast. We have. Yeah. Uh, but suffice to say, man, that game is really good. It is. Yeah. It's really fun. So fun, in fact, Darren. I platinumed Borderlands two. You have indeed. I have. Um, with the aid of yourself, obviously, yeah, yeah. getting me through some of the things. But uh, I mean, you say get you through <laughs> doing them for you <laughs> is probably <laughs> so. No, maybe maybe we should share that platinum. I don't know if I can do that. You know, maybe have like a fifty-fifty stake in it. But uh, yeah, what what was it? Now you had to get through five rounds of um, of something something slaughter. Mm-hmm. And like, right, let's do this. And you're like, uh, dead. I'm like, ah, stand over there. <laughs> <laughs> I had to stand in a corner until dead, uh, to which then I got to listen to you for the next 10, 15 minutes, like, fucking hell, and all that sort of stuff while you're shooting and running around in a circle, killing things. Yeah. Uh, which was good. Yeah. Um, while I was stood on the other side, just kind of jumping up and down, like, behind the door, because I was bored <laughs> um, and collecting stuff. And that was about it. Yeah, yeah. Good it's stuff, good. though. It's, it's worth it. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm glad I've platinumed it. Yeah. Uh, glad we got to play some more, because it, it feels like it's it's been a while since uh, since we touched that game. Yeah. But it's always a nice palate cleanser to go back to, because like you said, you know, when we were playing it, you know, it's it's the perfect, it's bright, it's funny, it's got shooting, it's got explosions, and it's got stuff in it, and that's all. That's always a good thing. It's that's the peggle of first-person shooters. Basically, yeah. Um, so let's hope, Darren... Let's hope to the great Jeebus that Borderlands 3 is announced this year. Yes. Oh, man, I'll be all over that. And let's oh. hope it's not done by the um, 2K Australia. Oh, no, I, 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 don't think they, I don't think they'd do that, maybe. Uh, but we'll see. Mm. You played anything else? I have. Mm. Played a little bit more Stardew Valley. Okay. I'm getting, into, I'm getting near winter time now, so Ooh. I'm preparing to... Uh, um, harvest me crops and all that sort of stuff to uh, prepare myself for the winter times. Just built a cow shed so I'm able to get milk um, out of the cows and you know make some cheese and make some jam and all that sort of stuff. That game is so chill. It's such a relaxing game. Uh, so yeah, it's good stuff. I'm enjoying Stardew Valley. Cool. It's good stuff. And kind of the other main one uh, is Sniper Elite Four. Ooh. Did you did you finish three? No, two? I got very. Cl- I'd never what? played one or two. I, okay. I started with three. Okay. Because uh, that was kind of the first one on the modern, on the modern consoles. Pah. It's good, you know, seeing bullets go through people's faces in a X-ray style and see the bullet like shatter the skulls nice. as it passes through. Um, there's just something about that that is just really really cool. Um, and the, the the good thing is it's it's like um, semi open worlds, it like quite large enclosed areas where you've got here's the main mission, but here's a bunch of side missions. Uh, and the good thing is you can approach it and do it in whatever order you want. 
oh, which okay. gives an element of strat- strategy to it, mm. uh, which is always fun because it's like, I actually went back and started a couple of missions again because I'm like, I'm doing this in the wrong order. I need to start again. Um, and it didn't bother me, but it was like, if I go here and do this first and then I'll do this, this and this. And it actually worked out for the better, which was cool. Um, I'm enjoying that. I think I've got, according to the trophies, so I've probably got about two, three more levels to go. All right. Okay. So probably have that finished, you know, fairly soon. So, yeah. Uh, which is all good. Um, but I've got Horizon Zero Dawn sat in my bag waiting to be played, Ooh. to be touched in many ways. So, um, so that's a thing that will be on the next podcast, which would be me playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Fantastic. I did see a screenshot of that today, and I assume it was on the PS Pro mm. and with HDR, but it looked gorgeous. The thing I'm seeing is that that game looks absolutely gorgeous and runs super smooth on a normal PS4. Ooh, okay. But I know I know perfectionist Darren will wait until that pro comes out. Oh, I should say like wait until you get a pro. Yeah, yeah, that's the plan. 4K um, everything. Uh, let, let's just put it this way, the the wheels have been set in motion. Right. To um, to replace everything okay. in the man cave. Um but that game looks sexy as hell. Uh so I'm super excited to to get my grubby mitts all over it, which is uh it's good stuff. Yeah couple things kind of landed today which i feel that we'd be remiss to not talk about yes so um darren do you want to do you want to you know a bit more about this xbox games pass yeah thing. so I, I um i was uh, this afternoon i was a little bit bored so i was flicking through the interwebs <laughs> and uh, i saw the post on major nelson's site and i'm like ooh, what's this they're doing so from what i understand now i mean this is this is like literally hours after it's been released Mm-hmm. is they're almost doing like an EA access for Xbox One. And I think it's Xbox One exclusive games. Sorry, Xbox exclusive games. Okay, sure. Now, again, from what I understand, they're very similar to EA access. They're going to provide games of about a year old and there's going to be about 100 games at your disposal. Mm-hmm. And it's essentially Netflix for Xbox in the same way that you can just go on there, go get a game, play it, delete it, job done, move on. Right, okay. The only gotchas I've seen so far is it's going to be a, for want of a better word, kind of like Netflix, kind of like Amazon Prime. If you see a game on there you want to play, uh, get your ass in gear and play it, because there's no guarantee that it will be there the following week. Yeah, I, I, that is something I did notice, that apparently they, they're going to have a relatively quickish turnaround, which I'm... Which will obviously be down to like licensing stuff, sure, you know, yeah, to the publishers yeah. and and that sort of thing. But uh, I mean, that's not a bad deal. I mean, I'm just looking now, and it says that apparently they're looking to offer discounts to people if they want to buy the full title. Yeah, exactly. So it, I think very much like the EA access. So if if you're a member of this, you're you see a game and they give you warning, just saying, right, we're taking Halo Five off the list, but we'll let you have it at twenty quid or something. Which is not bad. It, it's not bad, no. The only thing that's stopping me right now, I mean, initially I was like, oh my God, that's just what I need in my life. Mm-hmm. Then I started reading this more print. It was like, it's going to be Xbox One games, including backwards compatible. Now, when you look uh... at the media provided, it's just like, right, look, there's Halo 5. Yeah. F- Fable, <laughs> is that Fable 3? Oh, that's, that's the ultimate edition of the original Gears. So th- there's not a lot, Basically, if you've been in a coma for the last two years, it's perfect. 
if you've not collected any of your games with gold freebies and <laughs> yeah. if you want to, that's what it'll be. It'll be like, yeah. here's like all the shit that we put on, you know, games with gold. Yeah. Uh, and here's some other like Microsoft, ex, you know, you know, Microsoft published ones. Yeah, go to town. Yeah, I mean, to, thanks. <laughs> to be fair, I I like the idea. I mean, I'm a big fan of um, stuff like Netflix and Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Boomerang. So I I like to essentially rent my games. Sure. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm too happy about the price point. Eight quid a month. When it you- seems a bit. I mean, for what you're getting, you know, if if you're someone like you know you you can't afford too many games or that sort of stuff, eight quid a month is pretty good uh, however i mean it's like i play 11 quid for the rental and i can yeah. have the latest games like the ones that come out like now sure yeah um but i i guess it depends on kind of the titles that they have available and like you said they'll be adding and taking away stuff but uh yeah i don't know it, it's yeah. i mean don't get me wrong, I, I, I like the idea i really do like the idea i think maybe that unless they want to add some more recent xbox one titles yeah, I'm not sure it's currently worth that price point. It, it's kind of similar kind of age of stuff that's on the PS, uh, the PS now. So it's just like, yeah, there's some good games on there. I was just said there was, the, they were good games like three, four years ago. But realistically, anybody that wanted to play them has probably already played them or picked them up yeah. at two or three quid in a sale. I, I think I think that's the thing. Is is one of those where PS now was a very difficult sell. Uh, considering the fact that I mean, don't get me wrong. I thought the the you know implementation of oh you can play them on a PC, oh yeah. you can play them on your Vita and and all that sort of stuff that was kind of cool, but now they've dropped that back. Yeah, so again, uh, that's which is like, you know. So I, I I've always been quite keen on the PS now because uh, I I was in the beta of it, and mm-hmm. I thought it worked really really well. Um, this was before like um, you had the remote play working properly. And before yeah. you had the like the Xbox streaming, and it was solid. I was um, I can't remember what games it was, but I played some games. And it was really really good. But over the last couple of weeks, I think they've said right, you can still do PS now on a PC or on a PS4. Everything else is dead. And you think that they'd want to keep it at least for the PlayStation Vita? Yeah, yeah. Uh, unless that's them just saying the Vita be dead now. Which, well, possible. Yeah. I don't know. It, that console is is really good. It's just not been. I'm not going to say there's no games for it because there will there are plenty of games on oh, there. Yeah, yeah. I just wish it had kind of been pushed a little bit more, maybe a bit more effort put into it. But yeah, because it just kind of put it out there and there. It's like right, yeah. You're not going to I can mention anything about that Vita anymore. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just a weird one. But I mean, like I say, if they can get the decent price point, which like say eight quid. You know, if they get some killer games on there, then it makes more sense. But yeah, indeed. Uh, you know, you know, games, stuff, games, yeah. games are fun. So you wanted to mention the Nindies. I did want to mention the Nindies, uh, which this literally just happened before we started recording. Mm. So I was, I was being a good boy, and I kind of um, just watched the press conference very quick. It wasn't a press conference; it was more like um, a media presentation. Okay. Um, which is it was basically Nintendo saying, "Look, we've got games, 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 games. Uh, uh, obviously, indie games. Uh, hence the Nindies. Uh, they just want to kind of prove that. Look, we've got people on board for the Switch. Here are some games coming out soon. 
and let me read you the games that are coming because I was deadly efficient and I wrote every single one of these down. I'm impressed. So, uh, did you ever play SteamWorld Dig? I did, and I enjoyed it. SteamWorld Dig 2, motherfucker, is coming to the Nintendo Switch. Um, but the thing is, that, that game, you could put some serious hours into it. Mm-hmm. And with the projected battery life of the Switch? Yeah, maybe. Mm. Uh, but yeah, SteamWorld Dig. Do. Yeah, SteamWorld Dig was pretty cool, but yeah. SteamWorld Dig 2. Uh, they said that ukulele's coming. Oh, that's the Banjo-Kazooie the, thingy. That's the Banjo-Kazooie thingy, yeah. Mm, okay. Uh, which is kind of cool. I'm, I'm glad that they're, they're getting some decent games on there. So, uh, yeah, ukulele. That looks... I, I like the look of that game anyway, because I really like Banjo-Kazooie back in the day. Yeah. Uh, Overcooked, which is kind of like a chef kind of running around a kitchen, and it can be up to, like, four players, and you kind of make food and stuff like that and it looks like kind of a they said it was like an arcadey style game huh. it looks all right it's on the ps4 already okay. but uh, uh the escapist 2 okay is, i've yet to play one of those um uh, i think we've i think we got the first escapist on one of the free offerings didn't we i believe it was xbox i'm gonna say okay uh, but this is the prisony thingy thing yeah yeah uh there was a game called goner Rhea? which looks like a real that's the one, yeah. Um, which was like a 2D platformy, very weird kind of pixel art style. Um, I don't know. It looked all right. Is I, I do apologize for giving like very vague details, but I, I kind of hastily <laughs> went through all of this. But uh, D- Dandara, which looks, I think, looks like a 2D Metroidvania type thing. Okay. Uh, another pixel art 2D thing, which looks all right. Uh, Kingdom Two Crowns, which is like um, you are a king and you can decide to be a prick or a very nice, generous king, and apparently what you do like affects the story and that sort of thing. Mm. Um, the Runner series, Runner Three. Uh, this was a two D kind of. I think it started out as like a online flash game. I'm gonna ah, say. right. Okay. Um, so Runner Three's coming. That you know that looks good. Uh, there's one called Blaster Master Zero, which I believe is coming out next week. Uh, and what it was, it was weird. It looked like a 2D platformer with a car, but then you kind of, if you were on foot, it turned into like an uh, like a top-down, like isometric shootery thing. Okay. Which looked interesting again in like a pixely style, which that looked all right, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Flipping Death. Which uh, is again a 2D platformer with. Can you see a pattern emerging here? Mm-hmm. Uh, a 2D platformer. There was a game, I cannot remember the name of the game. It was on a, a PS4, and I'm going to kick myself when I listen back to this. Um, very unique art style. It kind of looks like. Um, what's the dude from the thing that does the weird art style stuff? Tim Burton. Mm, okay. uh, kind of looks very similar in style to that, sort of. Okay. Grace, graceful Explosion Machine, which again is a 2D flight shooty thing. Okay. Um, I'm hearing a lot so of 2D here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Mr. Shifty, which looked down at like a top down, uh, kind of like Hotline Miami, but you could like zip around the uh, the map and all that sort of stuff very quickly. Okay. Uh, Tumble Seed. 
it's basically like a platform and you kind of tilt it left and right. Do you remember like the old wooden like labyrinth yeah, game yeah. where you've got to avoid the hole? Kind of looked very similar to that, but rather than kind of guiding it round, you was just on like a, a flat platform and kind of had to balance a seed back and forth to avoid holes and things and stuff. Hmm. Um, there was one called Shakedown Hawaii, which it said that it was made by the same people that did Retro City Rampage. I don't know if you ever saw that. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. I thought it was Retro City Rampage, but it, they've, they've made it they've called a game Shakedown Miami. Um, Pocket Rumble, which is a pixel 2D fighter. Okay. Uh, you know, just Street Fighter. Uh, Wargrove, which looked... If they'd have slapped Advance Wars on it, um, you'd have been convinced it was an Advance Wars game. Oh, really? The strategy okay. stuff with the split screen and with the fighting and that sort of stuff. And the big one is Stardew Valley, but with multiplayer. Apparently, this is the the first time it's going to have multiplayer to it. Yeah, but I think that was getting patched into them all, wasn't it? I think so. I don't know if it's an, if it's like a timed exclusivity thing for Switch, but um, Portable Stardew Valley sounds like a thing that sounds good. Mm. Uh, but then again, I'm just going to wait and see and like hold out hope that there is a Vita version made of that. Mm, that'd be good. That game is really good. Um, but yeah, that that was kind of an overview. Obviously, if you want to go see it, just go to Nintendo's page because that's where I found it. But uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, it was just one of those that just kind of didn't want to like gloss over it because you know, by the time this, Darren, when this podcast comes out, yeah, it's not the only thing that's going to be out on Friday. The Nintendo Switch, there's going to be a new console out there. There is, um, and I felt like we needed to address the fact that you know, the, these people have these games and stuff. And let's hope it doesn't go the way of the Vita, where it's just going to be indie titles only, and that's about it. Mm. Well, fingers crossed it won't be. It'll be that, out there, and it will be good. That poor Vita. I'm I'm looking forward to like hearing what people think of that thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. And that's and watch thing. the world explode when uh, Ex- GameSeek only give out ten <laughs> pre-orders. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's all we had. <laughs> oh, sorry. We only got allocated so many, but we've taken thousands of pre-orders. Yeah. yeah. Ha ha! Who foresaw this? Yeah. Uh, well. Anyway, I think we've gone on about what we've played. Yep. And games and stuff. Let's talk about what we've been watching. Checkpoint. Darren. Yes. You've been watching things I see. I have. So, um, Doctor Strange came to the to iTunes so I I bought it because I enjoyed Doc Strange at the cinema and mm. I rewatched it and you know what it's just as good in 2D it's a good film it's, it's really good film, good film. Yeah, yeah yeah really enjoyed it for for a marvel film it's it's nice and refreshing to have an hour and a half film that tells a story and introduces a new character and done yeah so yeah really enjoyed that good film i watched the new blair witch nope <laughs> I I nope. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, yeah. So I I'm one of these that actually really enjoyed the first one. I thought it was unique enough, and yeah, no, I I enjoyed the first one. And there was a few little scares in there, you know, in the first one, the the standing in the corner stuff, and I was like, oh, that's kind of harsh. Ugh. So this one, um, I think it's for, fairly spoiler free, but. If I understand correctly, this is the brother of the main lass, the one with the snot hanging out the nose from the first one. Ah, uh, that 
Yes. Yeah, and for reasons, it's like, right, you, me, and, and us people, we're going to go into that wood and we're going to find her because it's been like 20 years. Because that's not a stupid idea. Ah, but one thing I did really, really like about this is, you know when you watch these horror flicks or these survival flicks or wherever, and everything they mm. do is like, why the hell did you, why did you walk in there without the light? Why did you do that? Yeah, yeah. These address everything. Uh-huh. So, so okay. it's just like, right, we're going into the woods. It's modern day tech. It's like we're going in with drones. We've all got walkie-talkies. We've all got GPS. We've all got this. We've all got that. We're all going to survive. We've all got torches. So it's like every little thing, it's like like somebody hears a noise and goes running off. And it's like, hey, wait, wait, you haven't got your... Uh-huh-huh. And he holds up his walkie-talkie and he holds up his torch. It's like, ah, clever, you see? There you go. Yeah, so... However, they still, that still means they're letting someone go by themselves, which means they're going to get killed. I, well, I can't spoil that for you. Spoilers. <laughs> but what I will say is in, in every situation where, you, where in a, a normal, should we say lazier flick... It'd have been like, oh, look, they've gone without their torch and they're going to go die, blah, blah, blah. Um, they addressed every one of those. So I was like, oh, that, that's quite clever. I like that. Yeah, that's quite impressive. Yeah, the the film progresses. And all I will say is that if if you get scared easy and if you have an Atmos amp, do not watch that film with the Atmos amp switched to Atmos. <laughs> because it does a very, very, very good job at throwing that sound around. Right, okay. Um, so, you know, like you hear stuff like um, uh, footsteps in the woods. So you hear like branches cracking and stuff. And it's just like, mm-hmm. right, I've that sounded like it came from just behind me. That that was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of looking around like, was that was that in the living room? What's, what's going on? Yeah, I mean, the, there was a certain point where there was like footsteps upstairs. And because of the atmosphere, it just came out of the top speakers. So it's just like... That sounded like that run across the bedroom. That was horrible. It's just like, uh... <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. That whole thing just doesn't. Oh, it sounds like it sounds like a bad scene, Darren. It doesn't sound no. So again, it's it's only an hour and a half. Um, I oh, okay. enjoyed it. I do have a few questions about it because there were things that were um, things that were started and then they never concluded, and it was just like. Yeah. Um, you know, silly things like, uh, I, I won't get into details, but there was like, hang on, if so-and-so has that and so-and-so has done that, then why about that? And things like that. Right, okay. And it was just like, there were, there were like relationships that they were about to start, but never went anywhere. And it, it, there was like build-ups that never came to a climax. Yeah. It, it was weird. But there were some mm. quite cringe with the moments. Uh, I don't know how you feel about getting stuck in tunnels. Oh. But anyway, there, there was a certain section oh. it's just like, oh, no, I'd have backed up. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> just claustrophobia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's that, yeah, man. Yeah. But no, I'd, I'd suggest watching it. It was uh, it was good. Is it good that they can do a, a Blair Witch film in 2016 and it'd be good? Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, cool. I watched another film. Hmm. So having watched Blair Witch and being a little bit scared, not not a lot, but I, was, I, I don't know about yourself, but when I'm watching horror films, you, you know, we've got the Apple Watches. Yeah. Do you ever put it to the heart rate and then just keep flicking and look at your wrist? <laughs> I don't, but I'm guessing yours was like no, so in it, the hood. It wasn't too bad. So, I mean, my rested heart rate is about 63, 65. Mm-hmm. And I was watching this, and uh, it got to certain points in um, in both the the film about to discuss and Blair Witch, 
And uh, I was like, mm, oh, I can feel my heartbeat racing a little bit. Looked at my wrist and it's going up to like 88, 90, 92. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. A hundred what? So yeah, that's quite interesting. So yeah, the other one is Don't Breathe. I... I saw the trailer for this yeah. and thought it was a super interesting concept. Yes, yes, and it is. And again, being spoiler free, you have you have three people that I want to do that. I won't say the local thugs, but they're um, local low lives and little shits. Yeah, and they kind of broke into um, an old blind guy's house to go rob him for reasons mm-hmm. because of the dicks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's not until they get in there did they find out this blind guy is like ex-military. Ah, okay. And they have to deal with the consequences of uh, a blind guy with a gun who's ex-military who doesn't like people in his house. Which is understandable. I mean, I'm not ex-military and I don't like people in my house. No, but um, I really enjoyed it. It's, uh, it went in some directions and there were things that happened. And I was like, what? It, mm. it wasn't your typical film there were some bits that happened i was like hmm okay that i I didn't see that coming right okay i still have to watch this film i was looking forward to it quite a lot so Um, i'm glad to hear it's turned out well yeah we'll discuss when you've watched it but um yeah there were some some interesting moments in it um i'll quickly whistle through the tv i I have finished season six of American Horror Story, which means I've hey. now watched every single American Horror Story. How does that make you feel? Does it make you feel happy? It does. Um, I'm not too sure about season seven, because this was season six and it went in some weird directions. I had some amazing nightmares about it, but from from a pure engrossing point of view, it was not a patch on some of the earlier seasons. Sure, okay. They kind of modernized it, so you had... It was being told from the perspective of two people that actually went through the experience and they were kind of narrating and being interviewed and you had two actors that were reenacting it. Right. And about halfway through, three quarters of the way through, it went from this this reality thing to, hey, so what we're going to do, we're going to put you all back in the house, actors and real people, and you're going to go live in there for three days. And then they put up cameras and it turned into almost like a, a, a big brother with serial killers. What? Yeah, so it, was, <laughs> it all got a little bit weird and a bit too bit too stereotypical slasher flicky. Right, it, okay. it didn't really do anything interesting. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's done. Okay. I have watched Conman season two. Mmm... Tell me about the conmans. I love conman. It's such <laughs> a good concept. I'd been um, so I've been struggling to get my hands on it. From what I understand, if you pay for the uh, Comic Con HQ in the states, you actually got it for free, and you could watch episodes as they aired. Right now, all twelve episodes are out. They've now sent it to Steam, so you can watch it on Steam if you want randomly. Uh, okay. Mm, okay. Uh, yeah, I I was like what. Steam, Steam is for my games. Why would I... I've got no other device in my house that plays Steam. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's a little bit weird, but... Um, mm. And then it, <laughs> I managed to find it on iTunes as well, so I'm like, mm, twelve ninety nine. okay, yeah, I'll click on that, and I bought season one at the same time. Very good. Very similar um, in the same way that you've got a lot of the cast from, air quotes, Spectrum. 
and they're discussing uh, the old show that they used to do and doing conventions and stuff like that. But the amount of cameos in this, I mean, you've got the the original guy who played the Hulk. You've got the guy out of Starship Troopers, the chick out of Starship Troopers, the lass out of Dollhouse. You've just got everybody <laughs> in it. And it, you've just got so many cameos. I mean, you've even got Stan Lee giving his seal of approval by doing a cameo. Again. I know. And then <laughs> taking the piss by saying, oh, sorry, I'd love to stay and talk, but I've got to go and do a cameo. Which <laughs> <laughs> is brilliant. But yeah, genuinely brilliant. Um, I laughed out loud so many times at this. I mean, I'm a big fan of the actors anyway. Uh, Nathan Fillion, I think, is hilarious. Um, mm. Alan Tizdiski. That's the one, yeah. Again, he plays the downtrodden actor very, very well. Yeah, he's he, the 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 both pretty good actors. Yeah, uh, and the fact that they they're basically just essentially riffing on Firefly. Yeah, yeah. Like the fandom around that is like, oh, that's cool because you basically played the same people. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there was even a bit where they were at a comic convention and Nathan Fillion is explaining why the network dropped Spectrum and giving exactly the same reasons why it dropped Firefly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was interesting but this one has got it's got my hero Nolan North in it a hell of a lot he's lovely he's Nolan North he, he even did he, he's doing his his mocap um, his mocap school <laughs> and he's got oh, all God. people out and, he, and he's explaining that my first acting role I was the feather at the intro and the outro of Forrest Gump <laughs> <laughs> I got my inspiration by watching a crisp packet float through the air. <laughs> but he's just being so serious with this, and I'm crying. Honestly, crying. Oh, man. Nolan North is, is. Him and Troy Baker, my heroes. <sighs> we missed them. I know, I know. But let, let's not dwell on the fact that they um, were no, in London yeah, no, in 2016. It's okay. <sighs> I know. God damn it! So come man, it's a good show. Really good. If you, if you, I mean, you can rent it or you can, you can just buy it on. On, I think there's multiple players you can get it now. But genuinely good, bite-sized chunks, 10, 15 minutes an episode, twelve yeah. episodes per season, and just proper laugh out loud, funny. Which is perfect. Yeah, perfect. 10, 15 minutes. It's good. Yeah. Let's see. Um, Legend. I am continuing with, and I am loving Legend. I'm three episodes in now. Okay, and it's really starting to go somewhere interesting, um, and I am absolutely loving it. Cool. Uh, did you get any further than the first one? You're talking about Legion. What did I say? Legend. 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 Yeah. Sorry, I mean Legion. Legion, Darren. I haven't. I watched the first episode, uh, and I was giving it what, what, eh, what, uh, and then didn't get past that. However, it is one of those where probably gonna go back and. Maybe watch that again. Do things start to make sense? Yes. Right, that's fine then. So maybe I will continue with it. So, so if you if you think the first episode is what the hell is going on, and then mm-hmm. the next two episodes start unraveling what the hell was going on. Ah, uh, right, okay, it's one of those. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So that's cool. And um, we've just started a new TV series. Um, we've just started watching Lucifer on uh, Amazon Prime. This is is interesting again not spoiler because a it's in the title and b you find out in the first two or three minutes it's lucifer it's the devil himself he decided to have a holiday from hell and he came to earth five years ago and basically he's immortal he's just got all the powers 
And the thing is, he doesn't hide it at all. It's just like, well, I'm Lucifer. I am the devil. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, so he's just kind of continuing with that for reasons. He's got teamed up with um, um, a detective. And he's just been a... He's played by an English guy. And he's just been proper smarmy git. And he's got everything the Raven needs. And he's just like... She's trying to do things the right way. And he's just like, oh, well, I'll just go and do that. There we go. Solved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we're only two episodes in. But loving its fight. It's very much like... Um, do you ever watch Castle? No. You, you should probably watch that. That's um, a cop show with Nathan, Nathan Fillion as an author. That uh, I do seem to... I recognise it from yeah. Nathan Fillion crime thingy yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So basically, he's just north with with um, all the contacts and stuff. She's trying to do stuff normally. He's just like, oh, mm-hmm. well, it's all right. I'll ring him there. Hang on. There we go. It's done. <laughs> that kind of thing. So th- this is a very similar feel to it where, okay. like, he's the devil and he can do what he wants. Because he's the devil. Yeah. You ain't going to tell the devil what to do. Exactly. Yeah. What about yourself, Terry? I know you said you went to the cinema. What did you I did see? the socialize thing. I, I, I did the socialize thing, Darren. Mm. So I went to go see a couple of films. Uh, the Lego Batman movie was the first one I went to see. Uh, good. I enjoyed it, yes. Uh, mm. it, what? No, I'm just hearing that in your voice. It's like, I... So, my fear was, I I liked the Lego movie story, mm-hmm. thingy. Jig. Yes. Um, I liked Batman in that because there were fairly small parts and I thought it was good. I wasn't sure mm-hmm. how well that would be in a full movie. It's... It works. It's good, uh, you know, because it, obviously it's not just centered around Batman. Yeah, yeah, you sure. see the posters and there's hundreds of characters. Uh, it's good. Uh, it's it is very funny. It, like there, if you are deep in the lore of Batman, yeah, there are some deep cuts in there, Ooh. Um, which is is pretty cool. Because um, me and a mate of mine. It was just like they'd mentioned things, and it would turn to one of the like, what, like, see, you, what the fuck, like that was proper, like, fly under the radar sort of thing. If you didn't know, yeah, yeah, you know it, but if you did, it was like that's that's cool that they went to the extent of of research. Um, yeah, the fact that they went to the extent of doing a bit of like fan service, even though it's essentially just a kids' film. Yeah, uh, but it's good. I I enjoyed it quite a bit. So if you like the Lego movie, it's very, you know, how can I put it? Lego have two distinct styles of movies. You've got yeah. the kind of, as I would horribly like to call it, the cheaper Lego films. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then you've got your big budget Lego movie, Lego Batman movie. I think they're doing a Ninjago, Ninjago one. Yeah, okay. I think that's coming out later on. And they're kind of your higher budget ones. This was one of the higher budgets, and it's 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 pretty good. Yeah, because that was I kind of my fear. Because I think I mentioned last time that I've watched a lot of the um, the Lego DC stuff because they've just been mm-hmm. churning them out recently. Yeah, um, I can see why you'd probably get burnt out on them because, like you say, I mean, there's just a shit ton just being released straight to DVD. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, they they are just pumping them out, but you know, the kids like the Legos, Darren. Mm, I like the Legos. Um, so yeah, you know, you're a big kid at heart, so mm. it's all good. Uh, the other film I saw was The Founder. Ooh. This is the story, this is the, wait for the quotations, based on a true story mm. 
uh, of uh, McDonald's. Okay. And it's kind of, from what I read, it was one of those where it was like released late last year because it was one of these Academy Award, like not Oscar bait, but you know what I mean? Like one of these kind of like more artsy drama films sort of thing. Uh, Did they win? Maybe not. Wrong name. No, uh, they didn't even get nominated for it. Um, sorry, that was a big fiasco. <laughs> oh, you made a joke about the thing in the stuff, I yeah. Did, yes. Oh, Man, so that was cringeworthy. But anyway, sorry, oh, carry on. So awkward. It's so awkward. But people are cribbing on it now, and it's like, yeah, it was funny. Okay, leave it. Just leave it be. Yeah, yeah. Um, although, the, uh, quick aside, there was a Specsavers advert that I saw I did that I actually did yep. favourite that one because it was quite funny. Yeah, th- there's been one or two. Um, yeah, yeah, n- not to not to get sidetracked on it, but shit, I bet that guy is <laughs> sat there giving it. How did I get that wrong? I, uh, my face would have like turned inside out, like I'd just sucked on a lemon or something like that. <laughs> like I'd have been so cringe worthy, it just fucking just back inside myself. Yeah. Anyway, man, in front of tens of millions. Um, so tell so me yeah, about the founder. The founder is about the dude that found that founded uh, McDonald's, okay. um, who is played by the glorious Michael Keaton. Ooh, okay. And he gives a very good performance in this one. I mean, Michael Keaton's like awesome in like every film he's in. Uh, it's a fascinating if if this hits very close to what the true story is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there are some things that happen in that film that are quite interesting. Okay. Uh, obviously, not gonna say anything for to to spoil it, but it's quite an interesting look as to how McDonald's became McDonald's. Okay. That we know and somewhat love today. Yeah. It's very good. I think it is a fairly long one. It's, I'm gonna say it's about oh, hour and forty five. Not Nearly two hours. Bad. Not bad. Uh, it's good though. It 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 tend it once it goes it 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 goes quick. It it feels flows very quickly, which is good. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Thoroughly enjoyed that film. It was good. The founder. Um, you should watch it. It's good. Cool. It's got Michael Keaton. Hmm. TV wise, Darren, I'm getting really good at this whole like finishing things. Yes, yes, you like, are. There is uh, people that don't really know about this stuff um it was brought to my attention by you obviously mm-hmm. uh i tend to start things and not finish stuff uh yep uh thus the list of house half acidness uh, just has been created into context i made an effort i went through the last 10 podcasts and worked out all the stuff that terry start but not finished made a list and then made him start <laughs> and thus the list of half acidness was created <laughs> yes. um so you know what? I've been a good boy. I've yeah. finished Borderlands, I've platinum that. Uh, have. I have finished Ashes to Ashes. You have indeed. And was someone cutting an onion on that last episode? Because my god, <laughs> it was just like one of those where it's like, oh, oh god, this, oh Jesus, <laughs> um, super good. That that show was so good. Yeah. Um, See, see what I mean? The first season was a bit okay. The second season started to ramp up. Third season, amazing. Well, the third season was like... uh, We can talk about this in a spoiler. Spoiler away, can't we? 
Yeah. So everybody I'm, who's I'm, not got around to watching Ashes of Ashes, close your ears for two, three minutes. It's not going to be too long. I'm not going to put spoiler tags in. But just the fact that they had the Sam Tyler stuff come back up. Yeah. But it had a, a little bit more intrigue into it in the fact that, oh, he's he's dead. Yeah. It's like, ah, <laughs> where's he? Where he's dead. And then it's just like this whole season, uh, season, this whole series is just like, did did Gene Hunt kill him? What's going on? Uh, all this, that, and the other. And the way that it just unravels. And um, I can't remember the guy's name, the dude with the glasses, who's like the kind of internal affairs sort of yeah, dude that's investigating Hunt. Yes, it was the devil. It turned out it was the devil. And they were all living in like a purgatory and... It, oh man, it was so cleverly done, though. Yeah, yeah, very much. Although I will say it got a little heavy-handed when uh, the guys are going to the lift. Yeah, and you can hear a scream, and it's like, "Well, what's that?" It's, oh, nothing, nothing, nothing. Yeah, that was. It's a bit, like what? <laughs> to be honest, at that point, it was like, "Ah, right, I know where we are now." They basically just slap you over the head with that one. It's just like if it's not. If you've not got it by now, here's the obvious. Yeah, this yeah. is what this is. Might as well put a lift, uh, a sign on the lift. This way to hell. They might as well have just had like flames, just like shooting <laughs> yeah. out of everywhere. Just um, that show is so good. I'm I'm glad I finished it now. But well, I said it to you. It was one of those where you know after I'd watched it, I said you know I know it was going to end. Yeah. And it's one of those where I I think I I did the same thing with Firefly. I put off watching the last episode because I knew that would be the last time I'd be able to watch it for the first time. Yeah, yeah, sure. It, just knowing you're just not going to get any more of it is is kind of a bummer, but um, it was a satisfying ending. I was happy with that. Yeah, I mean, the, the good then, thing is um, alcohol and hey, age means that, you know, you forget a lot of stuff. <laughs> it's just like... Oh, right, okay. Yeah, it's like <laughs> watching it for the first time again. All right. Maybe I should try that sometime. Yep. Um, and then I was even better, like, I, I was like, on Sunday, I'm just like, we'd been playing games for a few hours at that point. Mm. I, you know, I'm I'm going to binge watch some TV for a bit. And then I ended up finishing Travelers. Fantastic. I'd got halfway through and then I ended up, well, about halfway. Uh, I ended up watching like seven hours of that show. That's impressive. Right. I'm, I'm using your time dilation thing mm. uh, to great effect. Uh, yeah, that show was good. Uh, the last episode was a bit... Yeah, a um, bit out there. It's... I mean, what was it? It was a 12-episode season. Yeah. And I... Because normally these shows are like 13. I think, all oh, right, okay, next episode. What? Why are you recommending me watch Luke Cage? Where's the next episode? What's going on? Yeah. And then... It's like, I'm looking up and I'm like, there is a second season of this. It's probably already started. I'll have a look. And it's like, oh no, there's a second season being greenlit. And it's like, is that how you're going to... What are you doing? What? Yeah. It didn't feel, to me, it didn't feel like a satisfying conclusion. I understand, like, um, you know, shows leave a little bit open to kind of keep this going. Yeah. This might as well have just kicked the barn door open and, and just, like, end it and, like, you're not going to tie anything up. Yeah, sure. So had it not been greenlit for a second season, I'd have been probably outraged. Yeah, understood. Like the way that ended. <laughs> yeah. There's it just so much stuff. But it was it was a good show. It was, it was good. Um, so I look forward to seeing the second season of that. As do I. Uh, there was one more. Now, to balance out all the good, I did a bad thing. Ah. 
started watching a new TV show. Go on. Uh, Shooter. Oh, okay. Uh, three episodes in. I started watching those after I finished watching Travelers. Okay. Um, it's all right. It's, have you seen the film with Marky Mark? Nope. It's it's good. Uh, I don't want to go into the story because uh, they kind of retell it, but they change some stuff to, compared to the film. It's good. It's I can't really spoil it. Yeah, I, if I say anything, I'm just going to spoil okay, the story. Sure. Um, suffice to say, it's pretty good. Uh, I mean, Marky Mark is is still producing it, um, which means he just signs on a producer and collects a paycheck and doesn't really do much, I'm guessing. But Got um, the film was good. Uh, the TV series is, is also very good because it's deviating away from where the film was. Right, okay. And it's telling a slightly different story, which is kind of making it still feel fresh. Uh, I believe this is a Netflix original one, so they were doing this on a weekly basis. So I just started that. Okay, you know, it's, it's all right. I'll, I'll probably continue to watch that and I'll most likely have it finished by the next episode. Cool. So, yeah, there you go. So, Terry, I challenge you I... to go and watch What We Do in the Shadows. Tell me yeah. your thoughts. What a fantastic film. <laughs> it's such an amazing experience, isn't it? What a bizarre premise for a film, but I absolutely loved it. It was it was aptly timed. It, it, it's a strange one. I had started to think about The Office again. Okay. And with this... I'm gonna spoil it. I'm so, should I spoil it? I should spoil this, right? So it, it's quite new. It's, uh, I th- I can put spoiler tags around this. So if you haven't seen it, I'd probably go watch this film. Tell you what, you go do that, and then come back in like you know when when you've watched it. Yeah, we'll wait. So this this is essentially um, as you said, it's like The Office but with vampires in New Zealand. Fantastic! If what like. Why? I don't know, but I'm not it complaining. It just worked. It really worked. It did. It was, I'm going to say it's about an hour and a half. It's it's not the longest film in the world. However, no. there is so much stuff that goes on in that film. Um, and and it's so quotable as well. Yeah. I mean, because there's certain sections. I mean, you've got this one point where you've got the <laughs> these vampires out on the piss and they're walking down the street, and there's uh, across the road, there's another gang, and they're walking past um, a load of werewolves, and they start slagging <laughs> each other off. And you've got the leader of the werewolves going, hey, 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 we're not swearwolves, we're werewolves. <laughs> <laughs> Just things like What made me laugh is that when it's the night of the full moon, he's like yeah. swearing and getting stressed out, and the guy says, look, we're swearwolves. We're not swearwolves. We're werewolves. Oh, shut up! I'm stressed out. And just yeah. like they're tying themselves to like posts, and it's like, no, that's not a thick enough post. You need to tie yourself to somewhere else. Yeah, um, yeah, just really stupid stuff like that. And then they maul someone to death, and then they blame it on like the most timid-looking border collie in the world. Yeah, like, the police like, oh, this poor thing. We're gonna have to put it down now. It's like, oh, you heartless bastards. <laughs> oh, and there was there was a certain bit where the um. Please come around to the house and these dead bodies oh, everywhere. Oh, so good. But they use, um, they almost hypnotize them so they don't see the dead bodies. Yeah. And you've got these t- cops walking around the house and it's just like, they're stepping over all these dead bodies. Nothing looks strange here. <laughs> yeah, nothing. And then all of a sudden he's like, wait, wait, what's that? And you've got the camera panning in on them and stuff like this. Have you seen that? No smoke alarm. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fact that there's two of them floating as there's someone underneath like trying to hold them down, stop them from fighting. Yeah, yeah. Just stupid stuff like that, but And the thing is it looks quite low budget. 
Um, but there are certain scenes in it where it's like, Jesus, that that cost a fair bit. Yeah, there's some there's some shots in there that 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 were pretty good. But yeah, I mean, it's just like like all the characters are just so Very much well fun. The, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, I think it helps because the vampires, but from different time periods. Yes, uh, including the shout out to a was he five hundred year old like Nosferatu grumpy motherfucker that. It's just like yes. miserable. Just like lives in like a coffin in like the basement or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. But just silly stuff like that. But it's it's a, a super interesting take on vampire. I don't know where the hell this idea came from. No. Um. It's but it's like you say. It's the like the office. It's like the knowing glances to the camera, and then yeah, referencing yeah. the fact why have you got a TV? Like why have you got a camera crew here? You know, it it just made it feel a bit more authentic, but yeah, it yeah, brilliant film, brilliant. Yeah, film. I, mean, I mean, this stuff like where they're at like the disco and these zombies and stuff like that there, and it's like, excuse me, are you uh, are you the predeceased? Oh yeah, the, with the zombies, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was like the um, what was it? The woman that was get trying to get turned. Yeah. Um, and he was just like basically using her as like a. a like an assistant, in a sense. That's right, yeah. It's like, well, I could turn you, but I'm going to need this work doing first. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I've decided, you know, I'm not going to turn you now. I don't know if I ever will turn you. And then, because during the film, one of the guys, uh, like some human guy, does get turned into a vampire. Yeah. And then starts doing very foolish things and then gets kicked out of the house. Yeah. But then he ends up turning her. But just the fact that it's just ridiculous to think that werewolves, vampires and zombies converge at like a, a really low budget fucking get together like party sort of thing yeah yeah um some very funny moments in that like very very funny moments in that film yeah um yeah that was that was a super fun one in fact it's one of those where it's like i i, f- I felt like going back to watch it again i didn't yeah. but it was one of those where it's like it's such an easy going film you could just probably have it on in the background and still have a laugh with it yeah, agreed. Now you said because I recognised a couple of the guys out of this. You said that this was made by the Flight same... of the Concords. Sure, yeah. okay. Um, so maybe Flight of the Concords needs a watch because if it's as funny as what this was, yeah, agreed. Uh, that could be some good stuff. But uh, yeah, it's one that flew under the radar. But I think this was on Netflix at one point. Ah, and I okay. think it got. Oh, well, it's it's now been removed, but I seem to think like scouring through like the horror stuff, it was under that and comedy. Um, right. Okay. But kind of seen the post, it was like I don't know if this is going to be any good, but I'm I'm glad I've seen it now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, that's good. So yeah, definitely one for my collection. Cool. Um, the next one's going to be slightly topical with the R.I.P. Mister Paxton. Mm. Um, your next film will be True Lies. Oh, okay. I totally forgot it was in this until pretty much every news headline I read mentioned this as a film. I'm like, oh shit, I forgot it was in this. Okay. And now this has been on the list for a while. It's a it's an Arnie film. Nineties. Mm-hmm. This is a I James think. Cameron, I think. It certainly is. Yeah. Which is always good. An Arnold Schwarzenegger and a James Cameron, you know, get together. Yeah, yeah. Do some pretty so, good stuff. Yeah, I I've enjoyed the film. In fact, I, when I was looking through and just saying, what was Bill Paxton in this? Uh, and I went through, looked at some of the funnier clips. I'm like, now I remember, this was a bloody good film. 
which is that's a good thing. Uh, yeah. But yeah, part one out for Bill Paxton. Yeah. So okay, the true lines. That's the next one. I'm looking cool. forward to it. Good shit. We've talked about yes. what we've been watching. Let's talk mm-hmm. about what we've been reading. Let's. Darren. Yes. Have you been reading slash listening to stuff? I have been listening to a lot of podcasts. Okay. Um, additionally, I have now finished A Close and Common Orbit. Mm, okay. Uh, the one that started last time. Mm-hmm. It's a weird one. It's I, I think I've mentioned this on the previous podcast and also when I read the other book, or I should say listened to the other book. This is a very different type of story than I'm used to. Right, okay. But I got to the end of it and I cared deeply about the characters that I listened to or listened to about their lives. I mean, essentially, this one covers uh, a subset of the characters from the first book. Mm-hmm. And they go, it's basically following their stories. And it's it's a good 15 hours, but it's very compact around these, I think it's four, five main characters. Mm. And that's it. It just tells this story. And it's about, I can't run spoilers because it's stuff that happens at the end of the first book, which ah, then right, starts okay. this. But yeah, it's it's how they deal with certain challenges, shall we say. Hmm. But it's just very well told. And again, this, this, this entire universe that they created in the first book then gets reused and expanded on in this. Right, okay. So yeah, it's... Um, I don't think it's going to be one I keep going back to, you know, like Ready Player One or the Red Dwarf, something like that, mm-hmm. or, or the um, Off to Be the Wizard. But as a standalone book, I think this is really good. Yeah. I, I, I actually enjoyed it a lot more than I enjoyed the first. Okay. So, yeah, that was good. Hmm. I made a start on Master of Formality. Now, this is done by Scott Myers. And the guy who did Off to Be the Wizard oh, and okay. that whole series. Yeah. So I was having a look at the books that he's done, and uh, apparently there's a fourth book of the um, Off to Be the Wizard series. Serious. <laughs> uh, it, well, it's currently being written. So. Oh right, okay. So he's done these. He's done uh, a cop one. Uh, I think it's a guy in Chicago, uh, Seattle PD. I think it is. Mm. So that's kind of interesting. And this one is. I picked this one up because it's a futuristic one. Right. Um, done by him and narrated by Luke Daniels. So we got the same narrator. Ah, okay. To be fair, I'm about two hours into it, and it was two hours of stop, start, stop, start at work and at the gym. So I've got a basic understanding of what's going on, mm-hmm. but it feels. Think two castles. Um, think a big moat down the middle with opposing families um, and then futurize that. Right, okay. So currently we're getting to hear about the characters and so you've got like um, a royal family in each one of these castles, mm-hmm. should we say, and then they've got all their troops and army rounds them, but they're at a ceasefire and they have been for many, many years and just run... Basically, it, uh, two hours in, we're, we're just on the character development and the the story background. Right, okay. It hasn't grabbed me as much as off to be the wizard, mm. um, but I think that's because 
they're using some quite unique names. So, you know, like um, in Off to Be The Wizard, we had Philip and we had this person, that person. Yeah, yeah. And very easy names and, and, and very easy stuff to visualize. Mm. Where with this, it's t- trying to describe some futuristic buildings and some futuristic this and futuristic names. And it's just like, so who and what? And <laughs> who's with what now? It's not Bill, Joe or Jeff, so it's a bit... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're not like sat at a table, they're sat at this thing that does stuff and it's just like, okay? <laughs> they're sat at what I kind of imagine to be a table, but it's not and it does things? Yeah, it, it feels like it's going to be one of those ones that I, I go through, I get to learn the characters maybe about three or four hours into and then maybe it starts the whatever's going to happen about five hours in, I'm going to guess. Right, okay. Uh, it's a 15-hour book in total. Wow, okay. Um, but I'm probably going to then have to go back and do the first couple of hours again mm-hmm. when everything makes sense. Sure, okay. So, yeah, it's not bad, not bad. Is you enjoying it? It's good. Yeah. It's um, yeah, not as good as the Off to Be the Wizard series or, or the Magic 2.0 series. Yeah. Um, but it's still not bad. Hmm. Now, talking about Off to Be the Wizard, tell me about it, Terry. I finished that motherfucker. Yes, you did. I did. Again, I'm being a good boy this, this time round. Um, completing stuff. Again, genuinely enjoyed it. Um, I was enjoying it anyway, uh, but I, I'm, I'm glad to have it completed now. But uh, yeah. The way it ended was super satisfying. Yeah. Uh, I've downloaded the other two books in the series now. Um, yep. I'm probably going to put Audible on pause for the bit. So I've got quite a few of the books I can be getting on with. And it's sure, definitely yeah. one of those where I want to carry on with that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, off to be the wizard, it was a good character arc for the main character. Yeah, uh, I know you've said that the the other two continue, you know, with the same people and that sort of thing. Yeah, um, but yeah, it was a very good book. It's a very good listen. Um, the narrator uh, is, I think we said it before. He's if at first you're like, is is he got, is he just monotone and just going to be drill the entire time? Yeah, and then he starts doing the voices, and it's like this. This is actually pretty good. He can do some voices. Uh, yeah, and there's some yeah. scenes in there where he's doing like a few different characters at all in one go. Um, so, and they're all distinct from one another. Yeah. Which is, makes it very easy to listen to. Um, but there are some twists and turns and there are some stuff going on in that book, uh, which is very good. I really enjoyed that book. Yeah. Um, and there are some very clever, clever moments in it. Yes. Some of the stuff you just don't expect. Um, Again, I'll be spoiler free with this, but Philip's toilet. Amazing. <laughs> um, yeah. Because <laughs> um, you, yeah, you kind of, you kind of let onto something and then about two or three hours later, it's just like, <laughs> no way. <laughs> it, there was a good payoff uh, yeah, yeah. To, to some of those things. That It's surprising that a lot of the characters have, you know, a decent amount of depth to them. Yeah, but yeah. like it, it always reminds me of like a, like a film, in the sense that I've just mentioned this thing, and then it's like potentially later on, it's like this thing gets utilized, yeah, um, in other ways and and that sort of stuff. But it very good. Um, Philip, Philip the wizard is is great. Yeah, uh, and, and, and silly things like the riding Martin as a surfboard. <laughs> 
<laughs> a vibrating surfboard. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's... It, it, I can't... Talk, again, we can't talk about it too much as... as I don't want to spoil it. It's one of those where yeah. you probably need to give it a, a good listen or a read. Um, yeah, very good book. I'm looking forward to listening to the other two. However, Darren, mm-hmm. I am persevering with the list of half hazardness and mm. I'm continuing on with Red Dwarf Infinity Welcomes Careful Drivers. Mm, very good book. I am an... I'd say I'm about another 45 minutes into it. Um, so... I've just got to the point of where they have got to the Nova 5. Oh, okay. Um, um, so that's that's... Like third chapter in third hour. I I, I think I think it said I've got just over three hours to listen to. So okay. Um, yeah, it's it's Red Dwarf. They're telling the story of how they met Crichton. However, it's weird that they've got the Robert Llewellyn American Crichton voice rather than the posh British. Yeah, uh, which was a bit of a disconnect when he first did it, and it's just like, oh, I understand why you're doing it, but you know, it's it's one of those. Mm. And, a, and again, something that really benefits from the narration. Uh, Chris Barry is solid at doing those voices, apart from Cats. Um, Cats is rough. I was I was listening to it, and I'm thinking, oh, oh, that's not that's really not good. Um, yeah, but, but but Lister, Holly, Crichton, absolutely spot on. Obviously, Rimmer, he's got nailed. Yeah, <laughs> funny that. Um, yeah, again, it's it's, a, it's getting good. Like I say, that will be finished by the end of the next one, so I've promised myself that I'm going to finish that first, and then I'm going to move on to book two of the uh, Magic 2.0 series. Oh, nice one. So there you go, you see. So, Darren, mm. I think it's about that time that we delve into the reading corner. Let's... So, Invincible, so, mm. what, did, what did you think? Um, so I read the first four, mm-hmm. and I think that was a, a nicely concluded arc. Yeah, that was that was your volume one of a story. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought it was okay. I thought, I thought it was fairly by the numbers. I do have questions. Hmm. For example, there's this whole thing about his dad coming from another planet. Yeah. And it's just like, all oh, right, so we're protectors of this. Uh, almost like a guardians. Mm. Um, you know, like the Green Lantern, how they were guardians of a, a particular sector. Sure, yeah. And he went to the planet to do stuff. And he, he's been doing stuff. And then he started a family. And then you've kind of got his son going off to do his special power thing. And then all of a sudden there's just like so many people with powers. And I was like, Hang on. So, why does this make the dad unique? I must admit, it was like because they, they're trying to tell this like coming of age story of a teenage yeah. boy going through high school and gaining these powers from his dad, and then like you say, all of a sudden there's like a shit ton more superheroes, and it's like, well, but the because yeah. st- the, the second issue is basically the dad telling a story to his youngest, yeah. like his son, about how he came to be here on the planet and how you know all this that and the other yeah nowhere in that in that issue did it mention anything about anyone else coming with him 
Yeah, like the the robot that runs like their their Justice League and stuff like that. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Somebody skipped two pages at once here. I think they skipped like an entire like chapter. <laughs> uh, maybe it's explained in the further volumes, but maybe, maybe it, that was a bit think, of a random one. Yeah, I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was pretty by the numbers. Mm. Um, so a kind of new guy at school does, uh, well, not new guy at school, but normal weedy kid at school gets his powers, starts talking to the hot chick. The hot chick just happens to be another superhero. They become busy mates and they yeah. do stuff. And it's like, oh, okay, I've read this many times before. Yeah, that's the one. However, I did like that the, uh, the kind of villain in air quotes of, of this kind of very brief four issue arc was quite clever. It was quite funny, mm. more than anything yeah. else. Yeah, uh, yeah. He did have his reasons for it, but uh, yeah, it, it was all right. It was one of those where I was kind of hoping there'd be a lot more. Um, kind of, uh, you know, it was going to be a bit funnier than it was. I think. Because yeah. um, I, I, when I read the synopsis sort of stuff for it, it was kind of like it sounded kind of kick-assy in a way, in the sense that. Mm. You know, obviously he gets run over and, you know, his body's made of, like, titanium and plates and all this, that, the other, and that's how he kind of gets his powers. Yeah. And that was a coming-of-age thing. So I kind of thought going into it that that's what it was going to be. Sure, Failing yeah. to realise, no, it's just a kid that gets his superpowers for reasons because his dad's also a superhero and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. But it was all right. I enjoyed it. It was, it was one of those where I kind of got to the end and thought that was... Okay. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, I, uh, again, uh, as you said, there may be the back telling of stories. Like, for example, in, in that four issues, there was his dad disappeared for like a, an, um, an issue and a half because mm. he was off doing stuff in this time dilation. He he uh, he escaped after like eight months and he, he raised an army and all the rest of it. Yeah. It's just like, is that going to get covered, do you think, in the future? Part or? of me kind of thought it makes me wonder if he's maybe going to get turned into a villain at some point. Maybe mm, something maybe. happened and maybe he's going to get turned, but I don't know. These these are questions that are going to be left unanswered for now because yeah. that was the end of the four issues. It was okay. It was okay. It was okay. Mm. Um, kind of hard to believe it was written by the same guy that does Walking Dead. Hmm. Kind of when you take it into that context, it's like, oh, okay, that's... Yeah, yeah. He does have some chops in some kind of other places and not zombie in sight, which was good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, yeah, Invincible. It was okay. It was, it was, it was fine. Yeah. Uh, so the next one is one that I was recommended uh, by the dude that I get my comics from. Okay. Do you like that there show, Humans? Yeah, it's alright. I've watched them all. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so this is supposed to be kind of like that. Uh, and okay. this one is called Alex and Ada. Alex and Ada, okay. Alex and Ada. So I will send you a link to that, but that is going to be the next reading corner. Cool. But that was the reading corner. Indeed. So, yeah, I think that's a show, Darren. It is indeed. We talked about some stuff. We did, we've did. we done some things. 
We have. We're going to continue to do some stuff. If you out there, you folks, would like to get in contact with us, why not? Why don't you? Uh, email us at podcast at checkpointdone.com. Uh, you can get in touch with us on Twitter uh, at checkpointdone. Uh, feel free to visit the website where I'm going to put videos and stuff and things up. Uh, you can go to checkpointdone.com. Uh, again, there's a YouTube channel, uh, but you'll find them on the website anyway, which is all groovy. And if you want to get in contact with us on his personal Twitters, Darren is at D5120. Yep. And I am at Foxhounder01. So until next time, have fun. And uh, yeah, you'll hear from us in a couple of weeks. So until then, bye. Goodbye. Thank <laughs> you.